either they just got done jerking off or they're about to start. Like I can hear this. Hey, Scorpio, I'm going at you live with your weekly Gamma Secret King Reddit review. We have another jam-packed episode for you this evening. And it is packed with your unauthorized grifter news, as well as your Gamma of the Week coming up at the end of the show. Uh, we have a very special episode tonight. This is the big GSK Gamma Hug Box crossover. And we will be featuring Sam Whitfield, and later on we'll be joined by Apex Gamma, the uh, third wheel. <laughs> The third wheel of the Gamma Hug Box. Uh, my first guest is the host of the Whitfield Report on YouTube and DLive. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Whitfield. Sam, you still there, buddy? Hello, everyone. And, uh, you know, greetings to all of you in my chat as well for, who tuned into the uh, Hug Box. And welcome to the uh, Hug Box as well. So shout out to Brew as well for... Uh, Making the video that has become the uh, Gamma Hugbox intro. So. And just just a quick uh, programming note since you brought up uh, Bruce City. Uh, Bruce City Synth Chick will be my special guest next week. So, we're all looking forward to that. Awesome. First, Sam. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool, man. Um, first, Sam, we get let's get our little banter out of the way. Uh, we had a big a big day today. I don't know if you got to see it. I know I, I talked to you all about it last night when we did the pre-show. Um, I had an impromptu appearance on the Kurgan stream earlier today. Really? So you went on you went on Kurgan's stream then? Yeah, yeah. It was a real uh, last-minute type of deal. I was um, I had been going back and forth with him on email. Um, since this morning, I believe, early this morning. And I was trying to help him get set up for the Reddit AMA. Um, that's the big that's the big deal. Uh also actually put that idea out and we went with it and we got a pretty bit uh pretty quick turnaround as far as response goes. Um but in any case, he emailed me about oh, I guess it was about three thirty, four o'clock this afternoon. And he just said real, real quickly, hey, I'm going, sorry for the late notice, I'm going on in uh, live stream in three minutes. Uh, if you could pop on, that would be great. So, you know, I couldn't say no to that invitation. <laughs> so if you, get a, if you get a chance, check it out. But it was a very uh, interesting conversation. It was very, very civil. Very, uh, and it, it, was, it was just a, a good lighthearted show. There was no debate, no arguing. It was just basically to test the waters out, and uh, it was it was very nice doing that. Uh, the Kurgan was a pretty cool, pretty cool dude, you know. Surprising to say. <laughs> well, as I said to you in private last night, he seems to be one of the more uh, rational voices in Vox's uh, camp. Yeah, sure. Uh, and you know that's. That's saying something, you know, considering who we've been dealing with these past few years. Yeah, and I put a uh, I put a community post on my YouTube page, uh, my YouTube channel, um, because you, you can tag other channels uh, that way. And he uh, he responded to that one fairly quickly. 
and uh, he set his, you know, his parameters. You know, we're going to do the AMA. We're probably going to do another live stream. Um, but, you know, it was just very reasonable, basic things. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be respectful to each other. Uh, no bringing up family. And, uh, yeah, like you said, he's, uh, he's one of the more rational <laughs> of this, uh, the theocentric universe. Uh, and uh, it, it went well. It went well. I was very pleased. We had some uh, hiccups in the uh, in the beginning. We had some sound issues, but uh, we got that cleared up rather quickly. So it was it was a it was a jovial show. It was. Let me change scenes here really quickly. There we go. Um, it was. Uh, it was like I said. It was a jovial show. We had a we had a good time, and we'll be hearing from him soon. Actually, it's going to be this weekend for it, for everybody who is uh, interested. We're going to do the Reddit AMA on the Gamma Secret King subreddit with Kurgan, and I believe he said the time is going to be three thirty p.m. Central. Uh, that's going to be this Saturday. So mark your calendars, get your questions ready, uh, and I'll be posting a. Some guidelines tomorrow on the sub, so we're all on the same page. <laughs> we're gonna keep the ankle biting to a minimum on this one, but he's a uh, he's very um, he's very good about that, Sam. He's very good about uh, joking around, and I think that's where the misunderstandings come. Obviously, we're in different countries. It's hard to to tell when somebody's joking when they have a an accent or when they have a. A different way of saying things. You know what I'm saying? Where Where is he from exactly? Do you, Do you know, or is it just some European, he, some generic European? <laughs> He's uh He is from Italy. Lives in London. Ah. So well, I mean, I like the I like the Italians for the most part. So. And I'm not being dis disingenuous when it when when it comes to uh, Vox and his crew. I I really didn't have a problem with any of them until you know Owen popped into their whole you know kind of clan or whatever, and that's what I at least tried to explain to Vox and his dreaded ilk, which. Uh, you know, I, I didn't want to jump the gun on anything, but I know that we were going to talk a bit about that. So, Yeah, um, Johnny Arcade is in the chat. Welcome, Johnny. I, haven't, uh, I think this is his first time tuning in. Uh, he says, ask the Kurgan why he made the Bears pay for his trip to Owen's show. <laughs> he actually mentioned that today when we were speaking. Um, that, that might be a good question to ask him on the AMA. Uh, the way he explained it, somewhat today was that he I basically it kind of sounded like he had to be paid to go to Owen's show <laughs> what a um, what a shocker someone having to be paid to go to an Owen Benjamin show yeah exactly exactly yeah not not a big shock there um I mean he got you know the bears uh GoFundMe and raised his airfare and, and probably his stay. Um, but, you know, they got him to the show and he was there. And that's what he was saying was that, you know, I because he's not very familiar with Owen Benjamin's uh, programming. <laughs> he doesn't, I, I believe he said he hasn't watched him in a year. But what he's, he, he, 
He's he's one of the he's one of the top five comedians of all time, according to to him. Yeah, according to Owen Benjamin, uh, he said that he met him for five minutes. That's so basically he kept he kept uh, driving that point home. This is a man I met for five minutes, you know. So he's not a big, in other words, he's not a big Owen defender. Sure. So yeah, it, like I said, uh, in in summation. Uh, very good experience. Impromptu stream with the Kurgan earlier. We'll be seeing more of him this weekend at the Reddit AMA, Gamma Secret Kings Reddit. And uh, sometime in the future, we're going to do another stream. And I think that one might have a more serious tone. I think I might want to be uh, able to ask him some questions that might slip through the cracks on the AMA. So uh, that's just another programming note. But I'll keep you updated. I'll keep everyone updated on the Gamma Secret Kings subreddit. So, Sam, I got... Uh, oh, before I forget, um, I want to thank Carl, Carl Green Magic, for uh, providing that clip at the beginning. <laughs> that was uh, that was pretty funny, the, uh, the gangster Kurgan. Um, we have a bit of celebratory news. The Owen Benjamin subreddit turned three this today. Today is the OB subreddit cake day on Reddit. Really, it's it's already think about that, Sam. It's all it's already been three years. Three years today. Now, I I can't remember if that was a I can't remember if that was a subreddit that was started by Owens fans for um, Owens fans, or if that was you know what it's turned into now. If if it if it was always that from the beginning. No, yeah, that's a question that comes up often, and. The truth is, is that it, it has always been an Owen hate sub. It's not, uh, it never started out pro-Owen. The man who started it is, the uh, the top mod is um, Trial and Aaron. And yeah. He actually had an altercation with Owen. I forget, I think it was through Twitter. Uh, he made some comment to Owen Benjamin on Twitter. And Owen Benjamin threatened to punch him in the face or break his nose some some kind of internet tough guy talk oh and oh was this Aaron went and started the Owen Benjamin subreddit as I think you'll agree the ultimate form of revenge seeing how things have turned out was this the uh this wasn't the Mohican Sun guy was it the the guy who I, you know I don't know no 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 I don't think it was an actual physical altercation I think it was just uh, a threat a threat of violence. Okay, well, because there was the guy who, um, there was the guy who actually, uh, got punched in the face by Owen, yeah. like, a long time ago at Mohican Sun. This, this was, I don't think Owen had, like, even quite left, uh, Hollywood yet at this point. I don't believe, but there was that altercation, um, you know, and that, that was... That was the first time I had really ever heard of, you know, Owen Benjamin tangentially. And that was like three, four years ago now. So, yeah, that was that was several years back. Uh, I actually included that in uh, Owen Benjamin debased and cringe peeled. Yeah, I believe that was. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the I don't remember. It closed out a certain chapter, but I think it was talking about um his violent and irrational. That might have been the sodomy chapter. <laughs> Just talking about his 
irrational actions and words. What a shocker. We have one more one more thing and you brought this up last night. I wanted to to talk about it. Just one more quick little thing. Um let me check very quickly. I guess we'll see when Apex pops up here. I got the Discord on the screen. Hope you don't mind. Uh, I don't mind. Uh, I, I'm actually, uh, just so you know, I am playing basically uh, vi the video of your DLive stream on my stream. And then I'm in the lower third on my stream like you are with yours. Oh, I see. I don't, I, that's, yeah, we, we talked about that last night, the crossover stream, and uh, we're all on the same page. I didn't know you could do that, though. That's, that you're going to have to show me how to do that one day. Yes, we're, we're, we're crossing, we're crossing streams, so. Right, crossing the streams. <laughs> First we had the room whack, and then we crossed the streams. So, and then we all got into a hug box together, so. That hug. Oh. <laughs> uh... um, as as I said, you uh, you brought this up last night. And it was a, a quick little story I wanted to talk about. Uh, Owen urinating on a goat. You want to set that up? Yeah, so I did not even realize that this had happened until uh, Bruce City, uh, again, yes. actually made a video on, on this. Uh, and the, the so the video I saw was... Uh, Owen talking out, he pissed on one of his goats to, uh, assert, assert, uh, dominance or something. And at first I thought that maybe Brew had edited it to, you know, say something like that because she's very clever like that. Uh, but no, it's actually, after doing some research on the GSK and Owen Benjamin subreddit, it's real, I guess. And I mean, as I as I told, uh, you know, as, as I said in uh, my Discord and in uh, Bruce Discord, uh, usually that type of stuff would be something that that's like, wow, you don't hear about that every day. But then sure. again, it's but then again, it's Owen Benjamin we're talking about, so nothing should surprise anyone at this point. Yeah, you never can tell with that man that the craziness is always taken to new heights. Um, and now what happened was, uh, again, this is according to Owen, and, and you have to take everything he says with, uh, with a large shaker of salt. Um, according to him, the goat urinated on him first uh, in front of Amy. And that was a some kind of display of dominance on the goat's part. So in, in order to not be shown up and to assert his own dominant uh, position in the, in the GOAT hierarchy, I suppose, the next day, I believe it was the next day, he went and urinated on the GOAT to show, I guess, to show him who's boss. So what, how does that strike you, Sam? Um, you know... It, it it strikes me as crazy, but again, this is Owen we're we're talking about here, so it, it doesn't like I like I've said you have, you have to suspend your uh, you know disbelief with him kind of and just accept that he will literally do anything. This, this is this is the man. I just want to remind people 
this is the man who drink, who, you know, was purporting to drink uh, turpentine to kill the gay worms. So, you know, pissing on <laughs> farm animals to show dominance or, uh, you know, alpha status is not that is not that far out of the wheelhouse uh comparatively <laughs> comparatively <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and uh i guess there's not too much more to say about that as you said it's just it's just sheer insanity um i i can't say that i would i can't say that i would do that myself and we talked about this last night um now you and i are both City folk, uh, we, I don't have very much experience at all with any type of farm animal livestock, um, but you know I know cats and dogs and I know animals in general, and those things, they pee, they they poop on people. I mean, if you happen to be in the way, you're gonna you're gonna catch some uh, some uh, urine and excrement. But uh, yeah, it's never it's never crossed my mind that I need to go and return the favor to a uh, let's say a domesticated animal. Well, not, well, certainly not in that way. And uh, it's funny because my my stepfather's uh, friend from college. This is going back, you know, forty years now, probably. But uh, his college roommate is a farm out in Kansas, so okay. I actually went out to his you know, farm a couple times as a kid, and not once do I ever remember uh, my stepdad's friend, you know, urinating or defecating or anything like that, even even remotely close in that, you know, range of things to show, you know, dominance over his farm animals or anything like that. But, hey, what do I know? I'm just a, I'm just a city slicker. So. Yeah, and to be fair, that man was probably an actual farmer, not a uh, YouTuber playing make believe with with a homestead, with a fake with a suburban homestead. Yeah, yeah, it was. So, <laughs> all right, my friend, let's move on to our news. Pause for our gamma news transition, courtesy of Foreigner Hoon. All right, we are back with our Gamma News of the Week. And as you know, Sam and Chat, uh, we cover grifters primarily on GSK. Uh, so we have, a, as I said at the beginning of the show, we have a big show with very many grifters. I'm, we're trying, Sam, to move out into other grifters. Now, obviously, as, you, as everybody can see on the screen, our top story is, is going to be Owen Benjamin. Um, who has actually, as far as grifters goes, has rocketed into the stratosphere uh, this year. He, he but, uh, I, I will, I will say this. I, I finally figured out Owen is like a bad strain of herpes or something. No matter how hard you try and get rid of him, he just keeps coming back. <laughs> That's an excellent, excellent analogy, Sam. Um, our top stories tonight, Sam, is going to be Owen versus Firewood. 
Now, this, I find this story absolutely hilarious. Uh, this has been going on. Did you get to catch all the memes that have been going on, uh, on the Owen Benjamin uh, subreddit primarily? Yeah, I, I actually did catch uh, some of the memes that are out, out there. And in fact, uh, for those of you joining in on my stream, I, I think I'm I'm on the, the GSK uh subreddit right now and there are uh a couple of firewood memes out there so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll go over some here um still not to go friend in the chat uh points out that it has been dubbed woodgate 2020 and this is this is actually a big deal let me uh read this instagram post really quickly um actually it's a reddit post this is this was posted by U slash green thumb two four eight, and that it's got fifty one upvotes. A self sufficient homesteader, alpha male buys overpriced grocery store firewood. You can't make this shit up. So we have a picture that Owen himself, Mister Big Bear three three six six nine one one, posts to Instagram, and he says, "Every time I go to the grocery store to get one thing, I end up leaving with all the firewood." So as you can see. Pictured the picture that he himself took and put on the internet. He has an entire backseat of his uh, overpriced uh, luxury vehicle filled with bundles of uh, firewood. Now, you're familiar with that type of firewood, uh, correct, Sam? Oh, yeah, de definitely. There's not yeah, much. I mean, you see, yeah, you see them everywhere in front of the convenience stores and whatnot. Yeah, we even. We do even have firewood here in Florida. I don't know why anyone would need it, but we have it here. So, well, we have. Uh, I mean, obviously, we have it all over Texas. Uh, down here in South Texas, uh, mesquite is popular. Um, they also use a lot of pecan. But we use it primarily for uh, cooking, for barbecuing. Right. Yeah, we don't have very much cold weather down here either so yeah it's it's a lot of, of you know barbecue and like i said i'm in the city i mean i've i've chopped firewood before many times but there's not really a need down here if i if, you know if i'm barbecuing I'll pick up a, a pack myself but as we pointed out earlier i'm not the i'm not the homesteader i'm not the man of the land right uh, as though and benjamin claims to be so why don't you go ahead and break it down for us a bit more as I pull up some of these memes? I mean, there's really not much more more to break down. I, I think, uh, you know, I think pretty much that's all there is to it. O Owen is the one uh, claiming to be the, you know, big manly homesteader. And yet he can't even, you know, chop down firewood or, or, or won't rather, which I find... I find this to be even more amusing considering that, uh, you know, back when he was on Rogan and when he was, like, in Oswego, he was, like, when I had first heard him on Rogan with, like, Kurt Metzger before Kurt Metzger came in and basically, like, you know, took over the podcast, he was talking with Joe about, like, how he was doing arbor, you know, arborist stuff with his brother and... What what oh, yeah. So yeah, you know he went from being a tree arbor to needing to go to the store to get you know firewood. I mean, 
we make fun of him for a lot of stuff, but I, I, but that legit should be in his wheelhouse at least. So yeah, and we're looking at when as as I've been scrolling through the subreddit, and it's just I've I've personally I've never seen a phenomenon like this, where it's just I mean I think this has been going on for the last two or three days. Um, it's just meme after meme after meme of I, I <laughs> firewood. I like I like that uh, John Snow one, that Game of Thrones one you have. Uh, is that, right, is right. that who that is? I don't. I don't. I wasn't familiar. Thank you for for letting me know. I yeah. I've never watched that show. I wasn't familiar with that character. Um, but here's what happened, Sam. Okay, so he put that up on Instagram, and we had a. I believe he was a bear before this incident. Uh, the man's name is Josh Fromer. And he called out Owen for buying the the firewood from the store, and that sent uh, Owen Benjamin on a multi-day spiral over this one thing. I believe he banned 150 people on Instagram for either uh, teasing him or liking the teases. Uh, you know how thin-skinned that man is. Yeah, um, and it. Uh, I think he addressed it on stream. Also, I think Carl clipped that, and I, I, uh, I don't have it uh, queued up. But <laughs> you can imagine uh, how this man reacted. Well, if it's if it's the same uh, Josh Fromer that I'm thinking of, and it might very well be. I think the guy. I think that guy might be like a, a subscriber to the to. Uh, you know the newsletter on my blog, so that would be, that would kind oh, of, wow. that would kind of be funny if it was, uh, you know, if it was the same guy. But um, people, yeah, would. people in my chat, by the way, are are uh, are commenting things like, "Is he going to piss on? Is he going to pee on the wood? Or you know, what what is, what is he going to do with the, with the wood?" and to that, I mean, he very well might piss on the wood to show dominance. We we don't know. Oh my god! Um, yeah, and a lot of people have pointed out, <clears throat> excuse me, how cold the uh, the winters are in Idaho, and I can't imagine. I mean, the man's gonna have to go to the grocery store. Uh, I mean, he probably won't anymore. But I don't I don't see that backseat of firewood lasting very long during that if they're gonna be heating their place with it. Well, no, and and again, this brings up a question that I think I asked the last time. Either I was on GSK or it was on one of the early uh, Hugbox episodes, but I don't understand why he picked Idaho uh, in particular. I mean, listen, I, I'm glad that he's not in Florida, but there are a lot of prepper people, uh, you know, down in Tallahassee and, you know, in Texas and Florida. So he could have picked somewhere with a warmer climate if he wanted to. But, you know, like I said... Well, yeah, we. I think we did talk about this before. Um, the... The prevailing theory is that, because there's that Vertec tactical that that is uh, based there, and um, that's Owen's uh, latest man crush, uh, to put it mildly. So it's believed that he moved there to be closer to that man, 
And now remember, uh, this is going to be his private militia, this Vertex tactical <laughs> outfit. Yeah. Yeah, that right. That, that that's that's going to go super well, uh especially especially if uh you know things turn out weird in this election. Yeah, yeah. I Owen, Owen Benjamin is not going to be a militia leader. That I that I can't tell you the outcome of the election, but I can certainly tell you that Owen starting a, a militia or a successful one is not going to happen. No, and just right off the bat, it sounds to me like another LARP. I mean, we had whatever the hell other things he had. Uh, he LARPed as a Christian. He LARPed as a homesteader. You know, very, many very various other manly occupations that this man wanted to wanted to be. Um, and militia leader is just going to be another one, in my opinion. Well, what I've what I've noticed is that he still does. The thing with his LARPs is he never really leaves LARPs. He does this weird sort of, uh, um, he tries to combine the LARPs, even the LARPs that don't make, you know, that just don't, don't go together. Like, at first he was, at first he was LARPing as, you know, Christian, and, and then he was LARPing as, like, an Islamic, you know, uh, you know, faith, uh, you know, faith person for for a while, and that and those two things just diametrically don't go together. But he jammed them toge right. together somehow. He, you know, he's still he's still like a moon, you know, denier, and he'll bring up the he'll bring up <laughs> he'll bring up the grapplers. Uh, but then he'll also be very pro grappler too, supposedly. So, yeah. so you know, he, he just like he. There, there is something to be said for mixing and matching styles and whatnot because that's what I try and do with my podcast, with uh, comedy and politics. But man, he's just all over the place with mixing things together. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you would call it. It's not, it's not at all an evolution. I guess it would be a devolution. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's mm -hmm. certainly an amalgamation of all kinds of various craziness. Um. Really quickly, Sam, I want to take a pause to uh, thank our contributors tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me. In first place is Steel Nacho Friend with 17 lemons. In second place is Starshine with 16. Blaze Dust Dreamer is in third with 14. Chuck Boris with 10. And Bruce City Synth with 3. Thank you very much for your contributions, folks. And if, please, let's step it up. If I might uh, go ahead and actually read mine uh, real quick, because I think some people have left uh, sure. ones in mine. Let me get over here real, real quick to uh, mine. We have. Uh, let me see here. Let me go. Um, okay, we have. So far, we have uh, logos uh, Grand Bear with one uh with one lemon so that's good so far i think we may we might have had someone else but i missed him is that was that logos gravy bear yeah well yeah logos gravy bear bear so <laughs> that so thanks um yes yeah thank thank you very much everybody um let's move on sam to story number two now you 
uh, Apex and I actually that might be Apex. Did he just enter the, the chat? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, he did. Perfect timing, ladies and gentlemen. Apex Gamma has joined the building. Hi, guys. Sorry, sorry, I'm late. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Um, it's a little hectic, a little more hectic than uh, than usual, but I'm here. How's uh, how we doing? I was I was trying to listen to the show, but the same reason I couldn't call in. Uh, my data. I was. I, cu I couldn't listen while I was driving, and I, the main reason I'm late is I ran into an accident um, on a country road here. There's fucking somebody flipped over in a ditch, so I had to stop, make sure they were all good. You know, the good Samaritan oh, thing. Wow. They were fine. Yeah. They were fine. You know, they were. But yeah, so I'm here. They were. Uh, they were at? probably <laughs> rushing home to to be on a live stream. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's, that's exactly right. Be, told myself. Being a being a good and noble citizen is such gamma behavior, Apex. I know, right? How, okay. how 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 dare you? Yeah, so, just... yeah, so uh, where we at, man? What's uh, yeah. I don't want to derail. I'd like to just hop right in. You actually uh, showed up at just the right time. We're moving on to story two, and I was setting it up that you, Sam, and I were talking about this last night. And this is the, uh, this is the, the I mean, we're going to do a little disclaimer before we begin. But the story two yeah. is more Amy mystery injuries. And the disclaimer uh, yeah. is this, is that we're going to be sensitive and mature about this when we talk about this. We're not going to levy any unnecessary accusations. And if we right. do, we're going to make sure that we use the word allegedly and ask the question, could it be? Uh, if we do. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, no, we're gonna be we're gonna be mature about things. We we talked about this last night. Um, we have. Let me pull it up really quickly. Uh, we have this one here. This was posted by u slash real vox day, and it's titled "What a shiner." <laughs> I guess the coffee must have been a bit cold this morning, and we see pictured Amy with a. How would you? Put it apex. Well, it does kind. Of, it does look like a, like a shiner, um, and it's not honestly. It's not unlike um, what we've. I mean, we've seen a very similar injury um, back when I was making clips of her. And the main reason I wanted to discuss this because we, like you said, we mentioned prior to the show uh, whether or not we should even discuss it because uh, it tends people. It, we lose the high ground when people start making, you know, I mean, it's, we're all about making fun of Owen and speculating about things, but, you know, kids and wives and stuff. And, you know, nobody's out there seriously calling Owen a pedophile without evidence. And I kind of see it the same way. But, you know, one of the things, again, the main reason I wanted to bring it up is what you don't see people talking about uh, in these I've not really been in the subreddit much, but in my comment section specifically, was nobody would even cater the idea that, you know, she's got little kids that flail their arms around, and she's running a whole fucking house and a bunch of animals. I mean, she could have banged that fucking, that eye on anything, you know? And the fact sure. that Owen won't address it is what makes it kind of weird. But... Yeah, yeah, Sam. What do you, what do you think about this? Well, I mean, I've actually had people message me, uh, you know, and ask me like my thoughts on this. Listen, I don't know if there's any, you know, physical abuse going on. 
Uh, all I will say is that Owen has admitted in the past uh, to maybe emotionally abusing uh, Amy, you know, when, when they were dating, you know, early on. Uh, I don't know if that behavior has continued, and in my opinion, that's just as harmful as physical abuse, uh, if not more sure. so in some ways, but, um, you know, I, I don't know, um, you know, she does work on a farm, the other, the other thing is, is she did just have a newborn, and, uh, you know, from what I see in that picture, uh, those could just be bags under her eyes from having to take care of an infant, so... It could be a weird shadow, yeah. Now that I'm looking, now that I'm seeing it on screen, I finally got Eli Love. Um, yeah, I mean, it could be a weird angle too. But again, um, you know, I think it was you, Sam, that mentioned. I'd forgotten about this. Owen has actually like been open, or he had previously been open about how emotionally abusive he was to Amy, and like he was like it was like a, one of those weird, rare self awareness moments, you know, yeah. like a few years ago at this point. Um, but he, like, he was on, you know, on stream saying that, you know, so, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I'm not discouraging people from, like, speculating and having opinions. I just, I just, it's more like when it comes to this more sensitive things like this, I just, I personally like to take a more tactful approach and, you know, yeah, until exactly. I see him, I mean, it's just like the turpentine shit, like, he can claim all he wants that he's drinking turpentine, but until I fucking see evidence of it, uh, he's just lying. Just like until I see, you know, actual, you know, some harder evidence than uh, him refusing to address it and her having some random shiners, you know. Uh, yeah. Again, I mean, I don't know. And and Apex, when we, when we talked about this last night, there was a couple of there was a couple of issues. You pointed out that this is. You know, for better or for worse, this is news. You know, this is the news on that's on the subreddit, and right. we would be remiss if we didn't cover it. I mean, we, we would look exactly. like we're trying to, yeah, like we're trying to hide something or cover it up. And and uh, uh, awful lies pointed out to me also. I think it was in the uh, the, the show email that we might look insensitive to uh, domestic violence. You know, if that's the case, I'm not saying that it is, right, but. So there's a couple of different things going on, and and I had a we talked at the beginning of the show. Uh, Sam and I were, were bantering for a bit. Um, I had mentioned the Kurgan. I came on the Kurgan uh, program earlier, and one of his uh, issues was, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, uh, talking about the children, uh, talking about the families and whatnot. Um, of course, and yeah. I, yeah, and we we talked about this last night, and I tend to agree with that, especially in the case of the children. Um, I I don't think it applies so much to Amy, just because of how complicit she seems to be in some of these grifts. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Um, I'm sorry, I, I was I was reading chat. What, what was the question exactly? Make sure I answered it right. <laughs> no, there's no there there wasn't a question. I was just uh, oh, okay. trying okay. to lead you to lead you to something. Oh my bad. I, but. Uh, <laughs> I've spaced off for like literally like a second and a half, and I missed the last like four words that came out of your mouth. A sorry, Apex. I her being complicit in the grift. Apex, Apex. I do want to. Uh, John Arcade has an important question for you in the chat, which is, uh, why does Apex smell like a gas station blowjob? 
Well, because oh, only thing I do for a living, man. Uh huh. <laughs> uh -huh. What what I, what I want to know is how does Johnny know know this, huh? <laughs> That's uh, that's actually Johnny a very good question. He's, <laughs> he's, he's my best customer, that's how. You go down, I go down, motherfucker. Or I go down, you go down. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, no, again, I don't think that Amy's free of criticism. Um, but I think, you know, uh, there's, a, there's a lot to be said for her position in this thing, regardless of what Owen is and what Owen does. Um, you know, she's being effectively a good woman to her man. She's falling in, you know, she's what, she's falling in line, and for better or for worse, you know, that's maybe not a good thing in in all, in all cases. But again, we don't know the ins and outs behind the scene. Um, yeah. You know, we know what we see, and we know what Owen shows us. But you know, that's just work. She could compartmentalize that as work. I mean, again, she's got a family to raise, a farm to raise, a fucking garden to grow and harvest, and you know pumping out kids by this fucking Neanderthal uh, right. to take care of as well. So, I mean, I give her more credit than I see a lot of people, but I don't think she's blameless. But I also, I don't think she should be, you know, the target really of anyone's vitriol or, uh, I mean, personally, she's not the target of my vitriol. I can't tell anybody what to, what to troll and sure. what to, you know, what to think. But Sure, and, and you know, it's one thing to, to call out Owen and attack Owen. Like I said, um, Amy seems to be complicit in a lot of these activities. Uh, just Absolutely. just off the top of my head, for example, supposedly her idea to move to Idaho and do the Bertardia thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay. I mean, it, she she won't be getting a free pass. But right. like no, you said, not. I'm not gonna. Not, you know, I'm not going. Not. I'm not gonna go out of my way to attack this woman. I don't. Right. I don't. Uh, I don't care enough. I mean, like you said, she's doing her. Her thing, she's uh, providing for her family and whatnot, so we can give her at least that much credit. But um, yeah, again, maybe I maybe I misspoke calling her like a good woman because I, I don't think that's necessarily I, I don't see enough evidence for that either. But I just mean in the sense that you know whatever Owen is lying to her about or whatever she is aware of, um, she seems to just be doing her womanly duty uh, you know i mean she could do it better but who the fuck can say they they couldn't do things in their life better but yeah i mean again she doesn't get a fucking pass from me either but i just don't think that um you know i don't know she's never been the focus of my uh yeah my attack. yeah you know, she's always she has always been fun to make fun of you know uh <laughs> in certain in certain cases yeah absolutely uh sam what, what you get the last word on this one um you know listen I'll just say that, yeah, I absolutely thought that, you know, Amy is complicit. And for, and for the record, I was actually one of the ones who initially thought that, you know, Amy would have been the one to bring Owen to, you know, uh, I guess common sense about, you know, Nimmer and whatnot. I had, I had kind of held out hope back in the day that that would be the case. But, you know, clearly she's as much of of a grifter as he is. And I, I don't really feel sorry for her, but I don't want anything bad to happen to her either, I guess. You know, just like I don't want anything yeah. bad to happen to Owen. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, we don't wish any ill will on these people, but we will catalog their uh, going-ons. Um, 
let's move on to this is another big story and uh apex i'm going to rely on you for a lot of it uh because you're the one that brought the uh the story to my attention um we're talking about baked alaska now baked alaska is one of the let me let me uh pull up the story really quickly um baked alaska is one of the grifter locales that tends not to get too much attention from us and uh i started to tell sam earlier i think i talked with with you about this before is that i really want us to go into branch out into other avenues into other grifters so i want to keep introducing more and more of these stories on the on the gsk review um but we have baked alaska and story four is baked alaska gets the boot uh we have youtube nuking bake's channel due to him being arrested i think he uh he got arrested for causing a, a kerfuffle at a, a, I believe it was a sporting goods store over wearing a mask. And uh, of course, as, as often happens with these men, where they, they'll talk big, but I think, I think I don't know if it was in the video you sent me, um, but he was crying as yeah, he was begging. Yeah, begging. Yeah. <laughs> begging, for, begging for forgiveness and, and for mercy. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is a... This is a shit show. Uh, I mean, you know, it's funny because I see the, the the shit poster in me can't help but, you know, smirk ear to ear for, for the content, just sheer content. But like the human in me uh, is like, I can't. I mean, first of all, the, the talk of him getting banned and everyone going to bat for him. Right. I don't, there's no I don't see any defense for that personally what he's what he has done with this newest uh, IRL venture I mean there's been a, a couple of times already uh, early on they fucking were mason a dude unprovoked and um, shit like that you know, I mean assaulting people yeah. literally assaulting people uh, on camera and then and they did so again, harassing people and uh, continuing to assault people and, and getting in fights and shit. I mean, you know, say what you will about YouTube's terms of service, but, like, that is the kind of shit even fucking 10 years ago, um, you know, was kind of... <laughs> you'd be you'd be lucky to get away with for a month before they caught on and was like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's exactly. violent. That's, that's, like, that's like the, the core of uh, all these nefarious... TOS has been built off of it's like shit like you know you can't fucking advocate violence you can't show violence you can't go out and make money off of violence which is what he's doing so I mean the idea that he has any defense is laughable to me I don't know how you guys feel about that Sam I don't know how familiar you, are, you even are with this uh, story I uh, I wasn't familiar with this story with this particular story however uh, you know I go back to the day to the days where uh you know baked alaska was milo was uh you know milo's yeah. in-house producer or or whatever and uh he was the tour manager for um the dangerous uh i think it was a book tour yeah and uh pluffy phil who is in the who is in my chat uh he he knows baked and you know about milo as well um from when milo came to uh penn state so I, you know, I, I used to be some of a Milo fan, ad admittedly, back in the uh, early days, but then Baked took a really, you know, wildly different approach from Milo, to put it mildly. 
and uh, you know that then there was the whole thing with Ashton Birdie and nothing's quite been the same since and all I will say is uh, I wasn't really even aware that Baked Alaska was back until I saw him uh, get into like a Periscope fight with uh, you know into like a Periscope stream fight with uh, Rex Jones Alex's son yeah uh, yeah you told me about that last night <clears throat> excuse me um, but we have now this is a, a very uh, complicated story it's a lot yeah, of a lot say, of maybe some, maybe, maybe some baked a uh, brief baked story if it doesn't know um, I would I actually just I just wanted to interject sure go ahead quick, uh, about baked Alaska and his history on the internet the um, the <laughs> The refusing, you know, or the uh, the ever undead Charlottesville incident that is perpetually thrown in our faces um, by, you know, the Democratic Party in particular, and, and even some of the Republicans. Uh, baked Alaska was a torchbearer in that uh, in that Charlottesville march. Yes. Right, uh, and then he built a. Uh, he built an entire audience on this whole, you know, this, he was in a, one of the OG right wing grifters, I think, uh, in the, like in the Trump era, yeah. uh, of, of the internet. And then he did the old flip flop where he, he wrote a book about how he was brainwashed by the alt right, yeah. uh, through meme cult, through meme culture and, and, and yeah. shit like that. And now all of a sudden the dude is back, you know, waving Trump flags and, and Mason people and, fucking hitting on underage girls. I don't know if you saw that clip. I, I saw this on Twitter earlier. Oh. He's literally getting uh, like a 14-year-old or 16-year-old girl's yeah. fucking number. I and did. I did. Yeah, dude. I, I fuck, saw man? a rant. I saw uh, some YouTuber. Uh, I'm assuming it's a YouTuber. I think it was a, uh, a mirror or a clip channel or something. But there was some dude with the... Oh, what was his name? Jesus. It was one of the... Because this is all connected to the RV six, right? Is it? There's some kind of RV thing going on with these idiots. Yes, that's, that's uh, correct. Uh, what was the man's name? Uh, a guy with a, a thick, dark beard. Uh, I think he's a part of that. I think he was a part of that uh, whole deal for at least for a little bit. Um, but he was talking about um, accusations of underage. Uh, let's let's say, <laughs> let's say underage illegal activity on base part um excuse me baked baked part um and i don't i don't have that queued up i just saw it uh before the show i mean this is gonna go in wildly different directions after i mean this man is baked alaska is one of the biggest low-cow idiots i've ever seen and grifters <laughs> too don't forget right. that like yeah. again like he fits he fits the theme of I mean, grifter local like he's grifter local extraordinaire. You know what I mean? So, yes. The fact that he's um, back on the radar is is good for content, but it's bad for sure. everyone that comes in contact with him. <laughs> I, I I agree with that. Now, as I said earlier, this is a a multifaceted story. I don't want I want to get to some of these points before we move on. But uh, so we had the official story being that uh, it was the 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 sporting goods store incident that got him kicked off YouTube. However, we have unofficially the fact that uh, Tim uh, Tim Heidecker, 
that uh puto from that god awful Tim and Eric Tim what is it called Tim and Eric Tim, Tim and, and Eric, Eric show shit. Yeah. yeah yeah uh he added YouTube I believe and got mm-hmm. him taken down uh that is that, yeah, that it's also uh is uh just some backstory on that piece of shit is also responsible sure. for Sam Hyde being kicked off of Comedy Central uh several yes. years ago yes yes so, many uh may remember that yeah. Yeah, he's a. Uh... Oh God! <laughs> Y'all make me have to do so much work. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, I need a yeah, soundboard. He got he got, uh, he got uh, hide show block from Adult Swim, um, but we have now. This is bringing out you know as it tends to do. It's uh, this grifter. We speak about this often: the grifter connections, the locale connections. We've got people coming out of the woodwork to defend uh, Baked. Now, we have uh, we had Mersh, who has been coming up more and more on this show. Um, he actually <laughs> went on a multi-day Twitter and DLive rant, port of Baked, whereas in the past, <clears throat> he had, I believe, formally called for Baked to be kicked off of YouTube himself. Yeah. So... Yeah, let's speak about uh, some of that uh, Apex. Who else do we have? We have Mersh and who else? Um, well, oh, shit, on the spot. Um, well, there's a, I mean, I know there's a bunch of people, and, and I, they're, they're not, like, necessarily any big names that I can think of off the top of my head, like bigger creators, but I, I just see a lot, in particular on Twitter, um, well, it's it, honestly, the, the tables are turning because at first, you know, people were hard in defense, but now people are like, oh, wait, this is this is what he's doing. Um, so, yeah, off the top of my head, I can't think of any well, aren't, other. Um, aren't, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Aren't Fuentes and the Grifters? Uh, excuse oh, me. the Fuentes. That's, oh, dude, the I can't believe I skipped that. Yep. Yeah, that's the whole fucking that's the whole thing. Fuentes is has attached himself at the hip. To, to baked on this whole thing, and uh, it is not going to end well for that young, young catboy lover. Good, uh, and and all I can say, and again, Pluffyville in the chat can back me up to say this, but you know, good riddance. If you know, if I, I'm I'm glad that Nick has t- tied himself to this whole whole thing. I I hope he I hope he drowns alongside baked and all this. Me, you know, metaphorically speaking, of course, in, in Minecraft. Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Now, we, uh, Sam, you and I were t- talking last night about some of this, about some of the, the way. Now, we, you know, we don't typically get too serious about politics on this show, but I just find it interesting. I think we're talking about the, the direction that. The Groypers were going. Uh, what? What? Re- refresh my memory on that conversation we we're having last night. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we had, we had a lot of, um, you know, I mean, the whole Groyper thing has kind of been like a weird amalgamation of things because at first they seemed to be kind of independent from Nick, from what I understand, and then. They, like, became his cult, and some others I've said that they always were, but it, it, it seems to me that no matter, you know, what I've learned is 
that all these internet personalities at one point or another, um, you know, they all have cults of personalities, um, you know, and, um, yes, and, you know, they all, they all, uh, you know, join at the hip for one, for one another at, uh, at, you know, at some point. So, um, well, that's, that's what I mean when I talk about these grifter connections that we see it with, uh, just for example, when we had, uh, Cassandra Fairbanks a while back, supposedly she was being, uh, hunted by Antifa and she needed a new place. So up jumps, uh, Ezra Levant to set up a GoFundMe for her so she could get a new place. Now, I think the, the details came out that that whole situation was very iffy, which is not surprising coming from these politigrifters. But they're always protecting each other. They're always running cover for each other. They're always supporting each other in various grifts. And we're seeing it here in a somewhat uh, different setting, but it's it's pretty much the same deal, no? I, no, I would agree yeah. with that wholeheartedly. It's exactly like it's it. It really there's it seems to be very few factors that change when you like you analyze these things across um, different spheres of influence on the internet. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you find weird connections that there shouldn't be between personalities that you know shouldn't be connected, or you know. I don't know. I mean, it does. It does seem like exactly par for the course. It's why I think in ten years, the you know the term grifter and like this whole thing that we're witnessing and, and you were documenting and we're talking about uh, the phenomenon of you know grifting is going to be like a whole new study of psychology, or it's going to like open up. Maybe not. I mean, because the internet itself is uh, it's a whole it's a whole new experiment. You know what I mean? Like mass. Uh, communication and shit anybody can be a star you know etc cetera, etc cetera. all the other things we've yeah. heard forever. there and there, there uh, definitely should be i think i, I think, think that there, there will be i don't think yeah. there's any doubt about that yeah and and whether it's going to be you know whatever the establishment is or you know just guys like us sitting around talking about it i mean it's going to be it's got to be more has to be uncovered because as it is now, there's not too much information out there. And what is out there is very conflicting. I mean, I haven't, yeah. I haven't oh, been yeah. able to find very many resources myself. You know, and I think that um, places like the Reddit um, or like Reddit in general uh, are serve as, hopefully, will serve as the places for the people with the talent the resources and the gumption uh, to compile a lot of this information and use, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know, because, uh, you know what, even Johnny Arcade talked a while back about writing a fucking book on Owen Benjamin. The only problem is what's, what's the ending, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because he, like, he's a perfect encapsulation of it because the dude, well, maybe not perfect, but he's a, he is a very good uh, encapsulation of he can, you can hit a lot of, you know, uh, literate, you know, uh, you know, literary hot spot. You know what I mean? Like emotional points and shit, and tell a true story at the same time. So I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I think you're right. We're we're living in a, in a weird time in general, but with the way the internet has gone and is now, 
and God knows where it's going to go. And I, <laughs> fuck, for all we know, it, all this shit will be white. Uh, nobody will ever talk about any of it because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking. Yeah, well, they can't, you know, they can't wipe out what's up here. And we're all, we all have our memories. We all, at the very least, can tell a friend, spread the word. We'll do it old fashioned if we have to. But the, yeah, man, the let's, internet... go back to, let's go back to our Native American tradition. Spoken, <laughs> spoken history. Fuck it. But smoke, smoke signals. <laughs> that too, homie. I can abide that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, but in conclusion, for me personally on this whole thing, I don't know. Are, are we concluded actually? Or is there more points you wanted to hit? I'm sorry. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead and put in the last word. Oh, well, no, I mean, I didn't want to necessarily get in the last word, but my like concluding point on this, because this is still an evolving thing. Um, oh, man, actually, I don't know. Something actually I wanted to point out directly related to the uh, baked thing and the RV thing is that that chicken Andy, dude, uh, I sent you that uh, uh, some clips of that oh, earlier when right. I talk, told you about the story. This this kid that I don't even know how old he is, but he was supposed to go on the RV with baked and the boys and they left without him or whatever. So he fucking he took a bunch of Zanny bars and drank like three quarters of a, uh, you know, uh some some I don't remember tequila or some shit, and he live streamed the whole thing and he looked it was it was very disturbing. But yeah, uh, that I mean that look into that guys if you haven't seen that chat and yeah and viewers. But, um, and that that but was yeah. the, the young Hispanic boy. No, it wasn't that the one uh -huh. in the first video you sent me. The, he was mm -hmm. the one that actually maced the other guy. That's right, with yeah. the empty mace can. Yeah, yeah, or the the mostly depleted mace can. Yeah, but I mean, I think this is kind of what freaks me out about the whole, I mean, all of this shit, because I see people, they jump so hardline uh, in this day and age, and the people, a lot of people that I've seen defending Baked Alaska, like I said, people that I respect, uh, have since, they went hard at first, and they've since come around and been, oh shit, I didn't realize these were all the things this fucking idiot, these idiots were doing. Like, he's somebody's going to get fucking killed. Yeah. The black kid, the black kid was fucking running around a police officer, blowing a whistle, uh, just circling him from, like, arms reach away, and the cop's like, you better fuck... Your friend's gonna get fucking tased, man. You know? And big, like, oh, oh, you're gonna tase him for blowing a whistle? You're scared of... You know what I mean? It's like, it's just so... Uh, somebody's gonna get hurt, first yeah. of all. And uh, I don't feel sorry for them, second of all. And third of I... all, I think the shit's gonna get worse. Like, ultimately, somebody's gonna get hurt. Somebody's probably going to die on the RV6 trip. That's my prediction. Uh, and I, I don't think it's good. And I would just like to point out, too, that it's it's weird that... I mean, it's not weird, but it's 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 not even really surprising. But it, it's it's ironic that, Va, that uh, you know, Baked Alaska was the one who was kind of, you know, mocking the cop and saying, oh, are you going to tase him? Because this is the same guy who... You know, for better or for worse, got famous <laughs> off a video called "We, we Love Our Cops." <laughs> yeah, we we love our cops, which you know. Oh my god, that video is that that music video is the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my god, I, yeah, that's a good that's a good one, uh, Sam, to bring up. Um, absolutely, we'll we'll end it on that. That's enough 
baked I can handle for right now. Until the next shit show. Um, let's move on to story five. And this one, we probably won't talk about it too much. But it is tangentially connected to our favorite grifters. And also featuring a man who is a grifter in many people's eyes. We're talking about uh, Jordan Peterson's return. I don't know if y'all had a chance to see this video yet. No, oh he's, my he's God. back. The yeah, man is back. I did, I, I did watch it, but I, I'm not it's, so sure that he is. But yeah, go ahead. yeah, it's crazy. Let me let me go ahead. I'm gonna play a little bit in the uh, Reddit player, and and I hope that it works well. It it worked well last week, so let's try it out here. Okay. Um. Oh. Unmute it. Oh, yeah. hang on, Sam. You want me to give me to pause? Yeah. Um. Just because I might. Let me see if let me see if it'll play through your thing on mine too. If not, I'll have to play it on mine. All right, I'm queued up. If you need to play it, so. Okay, are you at uh, zero seconds? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna press play now. Hi everyone. As some of you may know, but others will not. It's been a long while since I put up any new content on this YouTube channel. I've been suffering from impaired health, severely impaired health, as a consequence of benzodiazepine use for anxiety, or more accurately, from a combination of using that medication and then ceasing its use once I realized it was dangerous. Um, that's put me in and out of hospitals for much of the last year in Connecticut in the United States they aid me in the severe post use about this uh he i I watched it this morning i didn't I didn't get to watch it uh when it was first posted on the uh, GSK subreddit but I watched it this morning and I was just uh I don't know what the word is um Awestruck, maybe. I mean, the man was looking horrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sad, I mean, man. I don't know. It's, it's. I, I suppose so. I mean, you don't like, like we've talked about earlier. You, you don't wish that you don't type like of thing to on see people anymore. like that, right? I don't. Yeah. I don't like. I would not be happy to see Owen. Well, I mean, yeah. I would. I mean, that is a that is not Owen level of like mind loss. You know what I mean? That is. Yeah. That well, man, is that, that's uh, what I want to know, Apex. Is it? Is it? Now he mentioned in that video that he had some sort of uh, neurological damage. Uh, is that what we're witnessing there? Do you think? Maybe. Uh, I mean, I think. Ooh, uh, yeah, I think that's likely. But I also think that he, based on what I know of him from his work uh, and the the things he believes and how strongly he believes him believe believes them i think it might be a little hy- there might be a little hypochondria in there cuz i don't know i mean i've known people that have taken lots of xanax before for for many 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 years and have come out of it many of them have not but yeah because he's so smart uh and he's so like uh I don't know, empathetic. He's not even that smart, but he's a very thoughtful person, uh, you know, and he, 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 he thinks a lot internally. I think he may be, 
I don't know. I mean, I definitely saw pain in his eyes and in his voice and stuff, but I think he's still coming to grips with a lot of things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> burning the dead wood, as he would say. He's still he's still burning some of that shit. Perhaps. Maybe, though, he's fucking gone. Maybe that he's... It's hard to judge off of one video, is the thing, because he has literal, like, thousands of hours worth of content out there. Uh, and, I've, I mean, I've, I've not watched even a fraction of it, but I've watched... I used to watch it back in the day. I liked some of his sure. uh, uh, lectures and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it was pa it was painful to watch. Uh, I didn't know... I honestly didn't know how to take Like, I felt like maybe he's just so freshly home um, that... You know, all the shit hasn't, you know, um, you know, real life hasn't come back to him yet. He's still living in that fucking, in that realm. Because, I mean, he looked like he was ready to cry yeah, the entire time. I, I he sounded like voice, he was ready to cry. Yeah, his voice right. cracked often during that video. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think the, the poor dude, again, say what you will about him, but his meteoric fucking rise in popularity and making, like, fucking... I don't even remember during the peak on the Patreon what he was making, but uh, you know he went was, from. Oh, I think it was 100k a month. Yeah, uh, something like that. It was absurd. It was absurd, and you know, I can imagine what that would do to me uh, or to any normal person that that wasn't necessarily seeking popularity. I think maybe he was uh, to some degree because who doesn't? What professional doesn't want to be recognized in their profession you know sure. what i mean sure so the idea the, the idea of your 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 ideas becoming popular and influencing people that's i think that's what anybody that has ideas wants you know uh whether you're talking an artist or a psychologist or fucking anything in between uh so yeah well it was painful but go well, ahead. Sam, well, Sam, I want I wanted to get your perspective. You might have some interesting insights on this neurological damage. Were, were you going to say something about that? Yeah, well, I, I wanted to kind of jump onto Apex's point, actually, because, um, you know, Apex brings up a, up a very good point where, you know, you where I think, and this was certainly my case when I started my podcast, you know, I mean... I started the podcast because I had ideas I wanted to share, but yes, I'll also admit that there was, you know, uh, uh, I I did kind of want to get my name out there, and I, I think that Jordan Peterson kind of had that same uh, mindset where he, you know, wanted to share his ideas because he thought that maybe they could help people, you know, improve. I think that's where a lot of people start off, and... Is Jordan Peterson a full-blown grifter compared to Vox and Owen? I'm not. I'm not really sure about about that. I, I, would, dis I would disagree with that. I, I yeah, I, I would. That. I would. I would disagree with that too. Um, regarding the neurological disorder, I mean, the one thing that has always kind of struck me about Jordan Peterson, and actually um, Dennis Miller. Uh, the comedian slash podcaster brought this up on his podcast. Uh, he said that when he met uh, Jordan Peterson, he said Jordan Peterson was a really nice guy, but he just seemed very depressed and, you know, down. And uh, that's always kind of been my perception of um, Jordan Peterson, too, where, like, honestly, if I think if I were to meet the guy, 
I think the man just needs a hug more more than any, anything. You seem like one of those types of people. Uh, maybe. Well, yeah. Let me good. just let me just let me just interject here because we're getting some pushback in the chat. <laughs> the chat seems to believe that uh, Mr. Peterson is one hundred percent a grifter. <laughs> y'all are y'all are getting yeah. unpopular on this segment, gentlemen. That's cool. I'll take it. Yeah, that 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 uh, you know, because my my philosophy of a grifter spreads as far as anybody that has a fucking job and gets paid by somebody <laughs> they don't like and wears a uniform. Um, you know, I mean, is he has he grifted? Fuck yeah! Like he definitely leaned yeah. into what was what was given to him, but yeah. you know, no. I don't think. I think that's where I think that's what is conflicting him and has been, because it's possible. Dude is, I mean, personally, I think it's a it's a again just from what I know about from what I've what I uh, watched of him back in the day. Uh, he doesn't, you know, I think he got so many people's attention because he came off honest, uh, and you know what, liars can do that, but yes. I mean, we see we see where he's at now. So let's say he was an honest man that tried to grift and is now paying the fucking consequence. I could I could buy that, or I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Uh, maybe he's. Yeah, I well, really don't. I don't fucking know the man. I really don't. And well, I watched I, a tremendous amount of his uh, content, but well, you know, I know that I know that there was that there's that's often thrown about that he's a grifter now. Uh, I think Sam said maybe he's not as big as Vox or Owen or something like that. Um, I would I would expand on that and say that maybe he's not as obvious, or maybe he's a bit cleaner about the way he does things. What struck what now I watched a lot of uh, Jordan Peterson when he first got popular, and it it didn't take me long to see that there was something wrong with the man. Uh, there, like you said, Apex maybe some sort of issues with honesty, maybe some yeah. sort of trying to hide lies or something, but yeah. I couldn't, the more, it seemed the more I listened to him, the more that he wasn't telling me anything, if that makes any sense. And that yeah. always sets off red flags when we're talking about grifters. Um, it's, uh, Certainly. It's, it's, yeah, we've talked about this before where that's the the old-fashioned definition of a grifter is a confidence man, somebody that's that's selling you something that ain't there. So, well, what I saw of him, and I, I, I mean, maybe I'm underselling it a little bit because I actually did watch a, a decent amount of him too when he first, you know, when he first stood up uh, against the, you know, the uh, what are they, the pronouns, uh, whatever. When he first, you know, started to gain traction on the internet, yeah, I went back through some of his old lectures and some of his videos and interviews and whatnot, and yeah, um, what I. Um, what I saw, um, oh, man, I kind of lost my point there pulling that, <laughs> pulling that thought out, um, was a, well, I mean, okay, okay, you were talking about the classic grift and him not telling you anything. Um, yeah. he, what I saw of him was him admitting that he wasn't presenting any new ideas. He wasn't telling you anything that smarter people hadn't already come up with, he was just giving you 
his interpretation of it, which was different from, you know, reading those words yourself uh, in a lot of cases, you know, uh, things like Nietzsche and uh, Solzhenitsyn and the things he, you know, pines about in, in various lectures and whatnot are complicated books. And so he, yeah, I mean, he extrapolates uh, and he does kind of expand on things that you, you, you already know, but presented in a way that for me, um, you know, um, I don't want to say enlightened me, but they, it, it's a different, it was a different perspective and a, not a dumb one, uh, on, th you know, on things that I already knew, I guess, or maybe already thought conceptualized or, or what have you. And that's yeah. not a hundred percent. It's again, I didn't, I, I didn't follow him. Once he got huge and started wearing like fucking $4,000 suits, I, the whole Sam Hyde thing, like, I, eh, or not Sam Hyde, <laughs> Sam, uh, the other Sam, the atheist dude. Um, oh, uh, oh, God. Um, uh, yeah, right. Harris, but, Sam Harris. Oh, Sam, yeah, Sam, Sam Harris. Harris. Yeah. yeah, the whole Sam Harris debates where they fucking, I mean, yeah, and, you know, getting, as Owen and Vox had pointed out, get, you know, making people pay fucking hundreds of dollars to shake their hand and shit. And, yeah. Um, well, let, like me, that, let me tell you. Know, you that's, now his stuff, the stuff you're talking about, like the, I guess, what would you consider it? The psychological stuff, uh, the the self-help stuff. I listened to that and I took it for what it was. That, that what what turned me off though was I started listening to his uh, biblical le lecture series, and I thought right. that there might, you know, he might have something interesting to say. And I remember, now it's been years, but I think I watched him do like three videos and each video was like two or three hours long and couldn't even get through genesis because his his i don't know if his mind was so befuddled or if he genuinely didn't have anything to say but uh, i really i mean that really turned me off i didn't get anything out of the uh the biblical lecture series right um, i didn't even get through it all because i mean i after a while i was like well this is just bullshit i mean <laughs> yeah it's just yeah right yeah and i mean the biblical stuff, I, I did watch some of that too, and admittedly, the fucking like four-hour streams or you know, actual like lectures, just raw, uncut video is basically unwatchable. Excuse me. Back in the day, I remember some edits, you know, that would compile sixteen hours worth of his footage into a forty-five minute or an hour video, um, talking about you know, going through the best things he said about Genesis and the best things he said about, you know, uh, everything in between and Cain and Abel, et cetera. It's, you know, just, it's right. I mean, you're, you're not wrong, dude. He basically tells you nothing. <laughs> he just gives you his opinion. But, uh, I mean, what the fuck do we do? Uh, I mean, you know, what, I mean, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Again, well, I think it goes back to anybody that has a voice would like to be heard. Uh, and well, and anybody... I don't think he, I don't see that he did anything special except for the trans pronouns thing. Um, he, that could, I mean, I, that could definitely be framed as a, you know, an opportunity to put himself, you know, like, uh, un, you know, unnaturally put himself in the spotlight, but it also could be natural. He seemed pretty passionate about the idea of not being forced to, to say words that he didn't believe, he, you know, were necessary. He never said he wouldn't call trans people by their preferred pronoun. It was the idea of legally being obliged to do so. Um, and that, I mean, that seems 
that seems like a good enough cause for anybody that believes in speech to stand up for. And the fact that it was televised and, and blew up may or may not be his fault. I mean, I don't know. I've not seen evidence to say that it was like he did that on purpose, you know, or, or went out of his way to, you know, put his career on the line to, to stand on a, a line that nobody else would at the time. You know what I mean? So what? Yeah, sure. Again, we, so what did the grip like? He stood on principles and people liked what he had to say. So he monetized it. Is that a grifter? I mean, because that's every, what everybody that has any kind of skill does. <laughs> you know, yeah, a, well... I mean, the, the lies, the lies, the cheating, and the, the subversion and shit, that all obviously falls under. But I, I, I've seen less evidence of the the lies and the subversion part on the... And, and maybe, Sammy, you hit it right on the head. He's, he's a lesser... He's certainly lesser of a grifter than the Vox Days and the Baked Alaskas uh, of the Internet. But he, I would say... I mean, I would have to agree that he would certainly fall into a category of grifter. I, I well, just don't know where. Well, Sam, he, Sam, what do you want to say to close this out? Well, here, here's just what I, here's what I will say. Kind of going back to kind of the chat pushback. This, uh, yeah, again, especially with Jordan Peterson, brings up kind of the old, the age-old question that we ask here on the Gam Hug Box, which is, what exactly is a grifter? Because Listen, I have a I have a podcast and I monetize that podcast. I haven't I just launched a Patreon and I'm I'm doing that. Does simply monetizing something you're good at make you a grifter? If that's the case, then damn it, I'm I'm a grifter if that's your definition. But I don't think I don't think it is. And like I said, I don't think Jordan Peterson started out necessarily to deceive people or to maybe, uh, you know, I don't think he started off as a grifter, but, um, you know, I, I think, I think once the fame kind of goes to your head, maybe, I think maybe that's when you become a grifter. And so, you know, maybe Peterson is a grifter now, but maybe he's also returning to his roots, maybe, or trying to, I don't know. Only yeah, time we'll, will we'll tell. Have to, we'll have to see how this plays out. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and end that there. We'll, I guess we'll we'll have to agree to disagree on this one. Uh, really quickly, let me check in on the on the contributions. Have in first place, Steel Natural Friend with twenty seven lemons. Starshine with twenty in second place. Chuck Boris moves up to third place with sixteen lemons. Blaze Dust Dreamer with fourteen and Old Bear with twelve. And, Thank you very much, folks. And on the uh, Hugbox D live stream, we have uh, Bruce City with four lemons, Stole Nacho, uh, Friend with three lemons, and Logos Gravy Bear again with one lemon. So thank you, folks. Right on, man. Um, so let's move on to our final story for the night. And this one is a good, was well, I say goodbye to Jordan Peterson? <laughs> uh, this story is 200, view, 200 million views seems a little high. We're talking about, I don't know if we got to talk to you about this last night, Apex, um, but we're talking about Vox's blog. A big salute to all the Gamma Ankle Biters, past and present, who have contributed to so many page hits for Vox.shittyblogspot.com. No wonder he thanks his enemies instead of his supposed readership. Now we're talking about Vox Populi, 
Vox Day's blog that he's had for 17 years, and it's 200 million views in those 17 years. So before we move on, I just want to, uh, before we discuss this, I want to read the last paragraph where he says, I would, of course, be remiss if I did not express my deep personal appreciation to all the investigative reporters, intelligence agencies, science fiction social justice warriors, and self-appointed thought police for their assistance in making this possible. It literally could not have been done without you. And that's what it's meant when I say that he thanks his enemies before he thanks his readers. Uh, Sam, why don't we go to you first? What do you what do you think about old Tedster's accomplishment? Well, uh, 2002 called, and it wants its uh, blog format back. So, um, you know, I I will I will say this: it's impressive because in the age of smartphones, I didn't think a website could still look like it was from uh, the early 2000s, but Vox made it possible. <laughs> and, uh, you know, to get to get 200, uh, you know, thousand hits or whatever on a website that outdated looking, that's even more impressive. So, so, <laughs> great, go, great going, kid. <laughs> Wait, is it 200,000 or 200 million? I thought you said 200 million. Oh, 200 million. Oh, 200 million. So, yeah, well, well, shit, that's even more impressive, though. The time, time to, uh, now, Vox, it's time for you to upgrade the work to something a little more modern. Well, I mean, he might try getting off of uh, Google's platform. Uh, I believe Google owns Blogspot. Um, but yeah, he, this is Mr. Big, uh, not Big Tech, Mr. Against Big Tech. He's building his own platforms. And uh, yet we have him using Blogspot. We have his uh, email account, voxday at gmail.com. Um, on and so forth. This is a man that is celebrating all of these 200, 200 million views have come because he is on a... Uh, a well-known blogging platform is is are they not? I mean, yeah, it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. I mean, hell, he he could even go over to over to Medium, which is which was started by the the guy who started <laughs> Blogger and having you know a much better uh, you know look. But I mean, it it is it is I guess kind of impressive, but as but as you said last night, uh, Scorps, it took 17 years to uh, get there. So, right. you know, there's that too. Yeah. And that's uh, that's just our, we like to end it, our new segment with the little fluff piece. We're not going to get too much into that. Um, we will, however, move on to the audience participation portion which is a fan favorite. And, of course, I'm talking about the Gamma of the Week. So, uh, to any of newcomers, because I think I see a lot of new uh, names in the chat, the way this works is that we will present three Gammas who have gone above and beyond the Call of Duty as far as their 
gamma uh, responsibilities go. Uh, I will present three of them to you. I will assign each of them a number. And when I am done, you chat will vote on your favorite uh, choice for Gamma of the Week. Um, we have some good ones this week. Uh, I don't know how we're going to work this, gentlemen. We have two of you here tonight. I was thinking about uh, so that, bro. You know what we should do? If it, if it really comes down to it, you uh -huh. should literally flip. You should literally flip a coin, and let okay. Sammy pick head or tails, and who you know, whichever of the two wins that to coin toss will be the the winning vote. That was my thought. Yeah, that that'll work, man. Let's let's try it out. Let's get started here. Let me go back. Let me go back so I can show these off. Time to we go have back. We have entry number one is Mr. Josh Fromer with his, of course, as we mentioned earlier, he is the, the man that set Owen spiraling, or I believe ah. to this day, on the firewood. I'm, I'm sad I missed that yeah, story. That was, that uh, was I really wanted to weigh in on that, that one, but that's a good story. catch, bro, and good work. <laughs> Yeah, Josh Fromer, he's, uh, as it says here, Josh Fromer is my new hero. And he even gave a shout-out to the, the Secret Gamma Kings, but we know what he's talking about. Um, let's see. We have entry number two, and this one I think we can actually play it. We're going to try and play it, so get ready. Should play automatically off Reddit. Uh, entry number two is Carl Green Magic for the OG Martian, Mr. Kurgan. Let's see if this plays. Good. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait. Here it goes. Here it goes. Oh, hold, hold on. Uh, here. It might. Um, I don't know if yet. Well, it's. Uh, I, which one was this one? It's not work. It's not working anyway, Sam. Okay. I don't know what that. Internet's getting ready to, to act funny. But uh, we had a couple of good, Kurgan. Uh, Memes. They were actually video memes from Mr. Carl Green Magic. The, uh, okay, the one we played at the beginning. We'll we'll make that Carl's entry for this week. Um, the OG uh, Martian. What was it? Uh, Gangster, Gangster Kurgan. Uh, and entry number three. We have NMW for Armchair Psychologist. Why Amy always smiles. And this one was actually pretty interesting. Uh, she she like she says she went. She played armchair psychologist and uh, examined why Amy is always has that passive aggressive uh, smile on her face. So uh, let's see. It's it's rather long. Let me see. Let me pick out some highlights here. Watch Amy as she when she comes on the stream. As soon as her face shows up, she starts giggling. Even when she's describing something sad, bad omens, child development delays, she reverts to giggling. So, again, we were kind of talking about this earlier. I think she uh, makes a uh, connection to some kind of battered woman syndrome, which is alleged. Uh, we, we will not speculate too much on that. But let's go ahead and uh, one more time. Let's get ready, chat. Let me repeat them. I'm going to repeat them one more time, and then I want you all to cast your votes in the chat, either one, two, or three. One for Josh Fromer, the firewood foe. Two for Carl Green Magic for the OG Gangsta Kurgan. And, and three for NMW for Armchair psychi Psychologist. And real quick, if you're in my chat, feel free to do the same thing and play along. 
Okay. It'll be uh, honorary honorary votes. I'll say how it'd be hard to count, but yeah, it's token votes. All right, it's looking pretty pretty one-sided at this point. And honestly, I can't say that I'm surprised. It, it was a very stiff competition this week. Yeah, it's, um, it's not that surprising. I'm, yeah, I'm getting a lot of the same ones too. All right, so we're going to let Starshine tabulate. Let's check in on our contributors one more time. Has anything changed? Uh, looks pretty much. Oh, Forlorn Hope is now on the uh, on the leaderboard. Forlorn Hope has moved into uh, the number two place with twenty lemons. Thank you, Forlorn Hope. Um, let me go ahead and get ready, guys. Uh, Brew City with five lemons now on my stream as well. So. All right on. Um. Okay, so Starshine is telling me that we have a winner, and it is. Number one, Mr. Josh Fromer, yep. Firewood Foe. Congratulations, Josh, the M of the week. Oh, let's go ahead, guys. I'm going to get ready to open the chest soon. Let me go ahead. Yeah, great work, Josh. That was, that was a good catch, man. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, let me see. Let me go ahead and add a bit to the chest to make it more interesting. Uh, guys, I want to talk to you all about... The uh, hug box. What's what's coming up? What uh, first off, we got to figure out what the uh, what the schedule is going to be like. First off, Sam, is there going to be a hug box this week? Well, uh, I mean, that kind of. I mean, I think this episode could be the hug box theoretically, but. If you want to do another one on Friday, I'm always down for that. Um, we should change the name to the Thug Box, the game of Thug Box. Yeah, well, yeah, Will in the Will in the chat, whoever that yeah. is, uh, recommended that. And uh, let me go ahead and <clears throat> let me go ahead and open up the. Uh, oh, open uh, congrats to on my chat, uh, Bruce City. And uh, with 327 lemons, and still not your friend with 188 lemons for the the Whitfield Report wow. uh, mm. DLive. Thanks. That's Thanks, pretty good. Grandma Brew. Thanks, Grandma Brew Pecks. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. no, uh, you, we normally do it on Friday nights, the uh, hug box. Mm hmm. So, yeah, we kind of we kind of have to get. Uh, how would you say it, guys? On the same page? Are we? <laughs> it's kind of a. Oh, real quick. Let me let me acknowledge the winners. We have a uh, Blaze Dust Dreamer won 32 lemons. Bruce City wins 18.9. Johnny Arcade wins 13.9. Still Not Your Friend got 11.3, and Corsair One got 9.6. So congratulations to all the winners. Um, yeah, uh, Apex, uh, uh, Sam, we have to uh, get serious about this hug box thing. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. Well, I well, hug boxes are very serious uh, matter. We have we have to get we have to get serious, not getting serious at all. So <laughs> no, no, I disagree. I disagree with that. I think uh, I think Scorpio's right. 
We gotta get some stories. We gotta do this shit right, my friend. Make it make it a part of the Whitfield Report rapport. The Whitfield Rapport. I like it. And just, do it. just to clarify, this kind of the Hugbox concept has kind of morphed or evolved into um, kind of the stories that fall through the cracks, no? I mean, we kind of talk about some odd yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Not odd, but, now that's but why different. I, different I, from this show and different from Sam. I think that's why it's a good place for it because, you know, Saturday, the Whitfield Report on Saturday night is political. We can get all yeah. the Owen Benjamin sh shit out of his fucking brain on Friday night <laughs> and anything else related. And we can talk about, you know, politics and stuff on Saturday, like like we're we, you know, like the show's supposed to be. We we talk we talk politics and boobs on Saturday. Uh, um, well, the boobs are supposed to go to Patreon. I thought that was the uh, the deal. Oh yeah, that oh yeah. Well, well now that is the deal. So <laughs> they're gonna have to pay for the boobfield report. Uh yeah. Uh. But, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, what else? Um, uh, Sam, I know you got a couple things to shill. Um, yes, actually, speaking of the uh, boob field report, I do have a Patreon page uh, now. So if you go to uh, the Whitfield, if you go to patreon.com forward slash Whitfield report, uh, you can sign up for my Patreon. And for $3 a month, you can. Uh, get my unrestricted uh, podcast called The Savage Express, where uh, I know a lot of people have been requesting that I do, like, m music uh, reviews and movie reviews and just more general casual shows. And uh, because of the YouTube algorithm, I can't really do uh, reviews because of content strikes. And, in fact, uh, Scorbo, you and I were talking about that last night, but... Uh, I think Patreon will allow me to do some of that stuff, uh, you know, unrestricted. So, uh, will there be nudes? I don't know. Subscribe to find out. So I, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, uh, you said it was three dollars a month for what you just said. Now for for two dollars a month, um, I will. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Not gonna go there. I was gonna uh, say, uh, gammon, gammon nudies for when you pay Sammy two bucks a month. I'll, I'll post, I'll post weekly nudes for the two dollar tier for Sammy's Patreon. There you go. How you like that? That Let's sounds like a real cheap date. That's it. Is a cheap fucking date. <laughs> uh, Apex, uh, you got anything, my friend? You want to plug? Uh, um, your mom. What do we have? Uh, what's going on with the channel? Are you gonna revive the uh, Apex Reloaded? I don't really know, quite frankly. I'm currently scratching my monkey brain trying to figure out how to record music uh, in a in a decent way because I've been playing a lot of guitar again, and I've been actually drawing again too. Which and I've posted some of my old artwork on Twitter. Um, which I guess I could plug that, but I'm not going to. Um, I posted some of my old artwork, and I've gotten some positive. It's kind of motivated me to like start sketching again. So I may make it entirely non-Owen related. I may make another channel uh, for that shit and just 
I have thought about reviving, but there's so many people doing it so much better than I ever did. And that was actually my entire goal. Look, guy, look at this fucking retard. My videos suck, but you could probably make better ones. And now we've got Milker Nation, we've got fucking Bruce City, we've got you, uh, and, and countless others that are, I mean, one step. Uh, there's, there's tons of them out there now. I'm, sure. you know, I don't have the, I don't have the resources to do that shit. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I've, like I mentioned before, I, I would love the idea of taking Owen clips and, um, making them like metal, like making, you know, like cutting it up real, you know, writing a metal riff and shit, and uh, oh, yeah. putting some drums to it, and making him say his crazy shit in, in weird edited clips. But again, it would take me ten fucking years to figure that out. So. <laughs> I could write some music. I could write some music, uh, and I can talk. That's one of the things I do want to do is start a, uh, my own gamma stream and just start talking shit uh, by myself. Yeah, to, yeah. To, we to we still need to uh, to set that up. I know we've talked yeah, about that in the past. I need help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and there's there's but, plenty yeah. of I mean, there's a lot of talented people in the chat. Uh, you know, in addition to present company here, so. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, I, I think I think that's pretty much it. That's the end of our show, gentlemen. Uh, that was our big GSK hug box crossover show, and I think it went rather well. Uh, we had fun as always. The chat had fun. Um, Sorry, I was as, late again. I really wish I could have been here for the whole thing, but you know, IRL express <laughs> that, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I want. I mean, uh, you were great. Uh, I'm glad you showed up. Uh, Sam, great as always. Uh, I want to thank both of you again. Um, as always, uh, I always like to thank my guests, Sam and Apex. Uh, our contributors, Foreigner Hoon, uh, contributes great uh, graphics and uh, animations. Um, Mr. Carl Green Magic, always contributing great work. Um, our producers, Awful Lot of Lies and Still Not Your Friend. My in-house producer, Starshine. And of course, you viewers. Good night, Internet Denizens. We will see you next week on your GSK Reddit review. All right, guys, we're clear. Oh, man, you know. Five months of full-blown I'm doing videos on it. The dick. You're involved in a trauma cycle. Give me a nine-inch dildo. It's not even anything. And right now, NASA figured out how to get the biggest dick in the world. They did it with uh, magic. Best thing to do with placenta. Well, folks, with the Wayfield Report in its fifth season and me starting my 14th year of podcasting in 2021... I figured now would be as good time as any to start a Patreon page for the podcast. And I know everyone these days has a Patreon page who is a podcaster, but let me tell you what you're going to get if you decide to join the Whitfield Report Patreon. At the one level, at the one dollar level, you're, you'll simply be uh, contributing. That'll simply be a way of saying thank you. Uh, and I appreciate it. But that's that. However, at the $3 level on up, 
you're going to be getting access to an exclusive uh, podcast that I'm hoping to do weekly called the Savage Express Podcast. And on that podcast, exclusive to Patreon subscribers and supporters, I'll be covering music and movies and pop culture and personal and anecdotes in ways that uh, I can't cover on uh, YouTube or traditional podcast platforms. I'm hoping to do this every week. I might not, but it'll certainly be a longer form podcast uh, for those types of topics if you're interested in that sort of thing. And uh, I also might be re-releasing some uh, episodes of the Whitfield Analysis, my old podcast, re-releasing the back catalog, as it were, uh, digging out some of the old video clips that I've had in archive for years and posting all of that exclusively to the Patreon site for you guys. It's going to be a good time and uh, there are a couple of different tiers you can join in at. Uh, I understand if you can't join the Patreon, but if you're, if you're able to uh, financially support the show and you wanna help out, joining the Patreon would be the best way to do that. So I encourage you to go to patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report and sign up on one of the tiers today. And uh, again, folks, I want to thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And hopefully uh, I can look forward to your financial contribution, which I deeply appreciate as well. God bless, folks, and uh, God read amongst you in that order.